Hi everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita from Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Soulful Home. We have tips and tricks and decorating advice for you. So let's get started. Welcome to episode 25. Woohoo! 25! <laughs> decorating shelves. Ooh, so this turns controversy, out controversy. That's right. Lots to say. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's the controversy in the decorating world, and we're going to approach this topic head on. So, what is the controversy? <laughs> <laughs> to be open or not? Yes. And what are your thoughts? <laughs> There is a lot of controversy. We see a trend, especially in kitchens, where people are foregoing kitchen cabinets in lieu of putting some open shelves. Um, It's a really pretty fresh look, and that's one of the big controversies. Should you do it, or should you go um, cabinet, you know, one or the other, open Mm -hmm. shelves or cabinets? And while it is a... I'm sorry. While it is a fresh look, it's also... Uh, a classic look because if you think about it you know mrs patmore wasn't clonking herself in the head (laughs) with cabinets uh doors on the top you know uh, Mm -hmm. all the stuff was open Mm -hmm. back in the old days where they could just grab it because it was utilitarian maybe they weren't as concerned about vignetting and having all their dishes Mm -hmm. match and styling that's right Mm -hmm. yeah it's an older look that's making a resurgence it also is pretty cost effective because when you don't have to get cabinet doors you're saving a lot there what i say as far as open shelving particularly in the kitchen or not is know thyself (laughs) we do tend to get a little philosophical here don't we we do because you know decorating is you know comes from the heart says a lot about Mm -hmm. you and it's it's where you live it's you know it's not Mm -hmm. it's not decorating you know an office or a a spot where you're only visiting you're Mm -hmm. there all the time so if it doesn't function well for you or you're going to be stressed out that your dishes don't match or people aren't putting them back in the shelves just at the right angle or they're getting dusty and it's mm-hmm. making you upset, then maybe you shouldn't have them. Or just have well, a tiny little shelf that's open. And we'll I, talk about those two. Or yeah, even I'm going to mention Mrs. some things Patmore. behind glass. Mm-hmm. So back to the Mrs. Patmore. Back then, I love her. By I know. Well, there weren't any. T- there wasn't any Tupperware sitting on the countertop, or plastic spoons, or paper plates. So yes. everything she put on the shelves looked awesome. Fabulous. It was utilitarian <laughs> and fabulous. In fact, I think we're all trying to replicate that look now and make it look like Mrs. Patmore is in our kitchens <laughs> in a modern, right. updated way. Mm-hmm. That's yes, true. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I yes. see. I think. I think the key there is is you have to have really neat people in your house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people hmm. that put things back in the right spot. See, that would never work in my house. I'm always <laughs> rearranging the Tupperware drawer. And I'm always putting um, the silverware in a new place or or uh, putting the dinner plate somewhere else. I'm always rearranging You're doing things. That? Oh, my family would be so confused. Yes, I do that all the time. Oh, oh okay. Well, Peter sometimes people... asks me where, you know, like a utensil is, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, see, there's oh, too many scary. people in my kitchen. I'm the one who knows who has no clue where anything is. I'm like searching around in all the drawers. I know. Oh, no, I'm like a savant. I'm like, what's that magician where he'd hold something to his head and I'd be like, oh, your white knee sock is in the left-hand drawer in the guest room. Oh, 
The, yes, peeler. Actually, I know the peeler's in the third drawer down on the right hand side. But oh, yeah, we had it away. Mm-hmm. See, when yeah. my kids come home, I'm so glad that they like help and empty the dishwasher. But then I spend the next week on a hunt. Like, where did they put yeah. that this week? You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's get back to the shelving. Um, That's what, right, Anita. I'm, keep us on track. <laughs> I was going to say something about water bottles, too. Okay, yes. Better shelving. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Those kind of uh, multiply, too. But now I want to say, uh, because I'm working on designing a kitchen at our mountain place, mm-hmm. this kind of came up because I wanted to rip out all the upper shelving and put in these beautiful open cat open uh shelvings and rip out all the cabinets excuse me i said that backwards but you know i really had a long talk with the cabinet guy and he was saying you're going to be losing all this storage and you know some of the stuff you have to store is not pretty mm-hmm. so um or you know doesn't display well on how shelves. dare he say that <laughs> <laughs> first but of Anita, all but does Anita, he know who he's talking to you have <laughs> other people coming to to live and visit in that mm-hmm. home right yeah. right and that yeah. makes a big difference. Yeah, See, they're if not I had to do it all it over again, mm-hmm. I would definitely have shelves until I got tired of them. Then I would have the money to put the, put the cabinets back <laughs> up. I would love to live with that for a while. Mm, that's a well, good point. Well, having just done my kitchen, you know, quite okay. recently, mm-hmm. I had to have a long talk with myself about open shelving. And I thought I was going to have some open shelving. And even though mm-hmm. I have the biggest kitchen I've ever had, and, and probably by, you know, other people's standards, maybe it's not that big, but it's very big for me, I still didn't have a lot of cabinet space because mm-hmm. you have the appliances and, you know, you have windows and we have a big um, glass doors. So I decided to forego the open shelving, even though I do have all white dishes. I always have since I registered and I did register, um, (laughs) when we were getting married Mm -hmm. and I still have those same dishes and I tend to all white, um, with uh, my mugs and whatnot, except one very special one that we'll talk about later on. And um, so I did the closed cabinets, and I'm very happy I did, but I had an area where I put in a a hutch, a freestanding piece of furniture that slid right in. Mm-hmm. And that's a beautiful spot. look. So it's not like all matchy matchy. Mm-hmm. Right. So I got a mm-hmm. best of both worlds. I have an open area where I can just put my ironstone and my pretty stuff and stack it up and mm-hmm. play around with it. But the everyday things, the juice glasses and you know, the, the bowls that don't match and all of that can be closed behind the doors. Mm-hmm. And I'm that's very happy very with smart. that. Very smart. Well, you know, the kitchen's so, not the only mm-hmm. place mm-hmm. that there's there's shelving in our homes so true you know i have a breakfast area and i have open shelving we have a bar on the the far wall and we have open shelving above that and i have i know we all have bookcases right Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right i mean but also we're talking about what else today i mean china cabinets hutches uh, yep and then also uh cabinets that have doors on the uh glass on the doors those are Mm -hmm. we're also talking about those anything where you can see the things on the shelves right right Mm -hmm. right so but before we move on how do do we three fall on in the controversy uh would you do open shelving in in your kitchen specifically or not in a heartbeat (laughs) i I would like to for a while i'd like to say yes well what i've done in my kitchen is the glass front cabinets 
Mm-hmm. So They're I don't know. Beautiful. That's a tough one for me. I'm not sure I have a good answer to that because although I love my glass front cabinets because I have them styled for photography since I'm a blogger and I work with magazines so much, I'm really not able to use them to store my junk there. It has They're styled. So mm-hmm. it's really in a way almost like I've lost that, the use of that space. Right. So that is something to consider. Right. And most people don't want to lose. I mean, they need mm-hmm. the space in their kitchen. So right. my thought on the open shelving in the kitchen is really think about it. Mm-hmm. Know yourself whether or not you're going to be happy with, you know, if you enjoy f- fluffing up your shelves, fantastic. This might be the best thing for you. And uh, I enjoy that. But if you want it, I would say do it in moderation. Mm-hmm. Find a small yeah. area, make it limited, right. and so then you can have the functionality of uh, you know, the cabinets. things hidden behind the closed mm-hmm. doors. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's what, you know, our, our butler's pantry, it's all open shelving there. And that's where I store the crystal, and there's a window there, and the light shines through it. It's really beautiful. Oh, that's so, so pretty. I think that's something that I would uh, very much agree with you on, Kelly, is if you want to try the open shelving, I probably wouldn't rip out all the upper cabinets, uh, but just kind of try maybe a smaller area. Right. Mm. So how about we segue then into the glass, which is kind of like, you know, one one step from completely open. You have that now, right, Anita? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right. And I, it's, it's, it's really beautiful. But like I said, it does mean that you have to be careful what you put in it so it's not going to be as functional uh, or as utilitarian as some as a storage would be if you had a closed door. I, mean, do you I have, have glass, um, some limited glass cabinetry mm-hmm. in my kitchen on either side of my cooktop, and then um, over by my pantry, I have another um, glass cabinet as well. And Anita's right. Uh, I, you know, you can't put like your Tupperware or you know the things that your mismatch. Uh, water bottles like you were saying Mm -hmm. Um, you can't put those in there but what I find them very useful for is stacking dishes because I have all white Mm -hmm. dishes and I have like white berry bowls and uh, white pitchers and so I can artfully stack all of that Mm -hmm. and they're they're used but they look nice stacked so that's one way I've I've um I've uh, used my my glass. Now, I don't use it for... My crystal actually is in a closed cabinet because I prefer to see... If for my look, I know your look is so different than mine, Anita. For my mm-hmm. look, I want to see all that those, those white dishes and white cake mm-hmm. plates Well, and the things. white dishes are in the other other part of the kitchen, so mm-hmm. I've got that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you, yes, you do. It's beautiful. You have such a beautiful kitchen. But I think that um, putting things behind glass, it obscures it a little. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yet you it, you still have to follow the same policy that you do for anything that's open. Because it does have to be styled. And obviously, you're listening to this podcast because you like decorating and style is important to you. So you, do, you can use it... Um, functionally to stack a a lot of plates and pretty things but you can't just use it um, to throw any old thing you want in there Mm -hmm. good point I've had glass uh, cabinetry in the last three houses that we've had. So in New York, and two houses in New York, and then one here uh, before this house. I do not have glass in my kitchen right now. Um, I loved it. Um, It very much went with the look of my prior homes. And in each one, I did a water glass or a seated glass, which... Like Yvonne says, does obscure it. Yes, that's beautiful. It might be, or people have even done frosted glass. I've seen that. That's a bit more of a modern look to my Mm -hmm. my eye. But um, so I had the seated glass, and you can either have it. 
true lights, which means that you have, you know, the divides, true divides, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. you would in a French door or something Mm -hmm. like that, Mm -hmm. where they actually have ones that snap in, which is a a little bit less expensive. So if you wanted the look where you were having smaller panes. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and then there's an option of doing a leaded glass, which I also did. One time I did it where actually the leading was in the glass. It was a pretty design right in the glass. Or they have this thing, uh, it's like little leaded strips, and it's um, it sort of peels off. It comes in a coil, and you can do your own design. Now, I wouldn't suggest doing, oh, okay. you know, 20 cabinets like this, but maybe if you have two, which is what I had in one of the houses, it was like two on either side of mm-hmm. my range hood, and so they were kind of more the POW, you know, standout cabinets, and then I just had a plain run of wooden Mm-hmm. And so I did my own very simple design, and I'll tell you, it looks so authentic. It Do you mean like, like that grid work? Yeah, it, well, yeah, it's, but it's a little piece of lead, just like, you know, if you've oh, seen okay. leaded glass. Called, or, I think they're called mullions. Yeah, um, but I'm not talking frames. about the mullions. That's, okay. you know, usually like the wood or something yeah. that would mm-hmm. be between mm-hmm. the panes of glass. This is actually, you know, if you've seen leaded glass that has good oh, decoration. like a stained glass. Like almost, yes, In almost like that. stained gotcha, glass. Gotcha. Okay. And you can uh, purchase that and you can create your own, you know, I would suggest doing a simple design. And I did that in our last house in California and it was lovely. And it was mm. a lot less expensive than having the lead actually put in the glass like I mm-hmm. had done previously. So with the obscured glass, whether it be seeded, frosted, watered, you know, there's so many different mm-hmm. types and you mm-hmm. can go to your local glass guy. You know, there's always like one of those little shops in every town where they replace glass or make windows and they would have a selection for you to look at of samples of the different kinds of glasses with the um, obscuring in them. Mm-hmm. We also had our front door like that in our last house in San Marino to get, let more light in. But, yeah, you know, you, idea. so you could kind of, you, obviously you could see somebody was there, mm-hmm. just like you can see your glasses or your mm-hmm. plates, but you can't see exactly what's going on in there, mm-hmm. depending on the degree of seating or water. So I think that's a nice option for people yeah. who want a, a look more with the glass. Yeah. And one more thing on the glass is that if you do do it, and particularly if it is a... Um, a cabinet where you're going to have maybe some pretty crystal or glassware, you may want to have lights put in at the top mm-hmm. of the cabinet mm-hmm. and then do glass shelving mm-hmm. so the light can yeah, come that's true. down through. Mm-hmm. And again, that's a nice sort of like a night light to have on. Mm-hmm. It, it's, I, I had that in my last house and that yeah, was really pretty. Idea. Well, and Kelly, I have we, ha- we have cabinet wooden cabinet. shelves, mm-hmm. in, in our, and then we have lighting in a strip that goes down either side. Oh, that's nice smart too. Of our cabinet, and then it's on. Of course, everything in my house is on a dimmer, so dimmer. it's on a dimmer, and it's just a lovely <laughs> we love dimmers. glow. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds good. I never, uh, yeah. My the, when I've had the lights, it's been a, sort of one of those little pin lights at the top, but gotcha. along the side is a good idea too. Mm-hmm. Well, and I've got uh, the uh, chicken wire. Yeah, oh. in some cabinets. So you don't even have to do glass if you don't want That's the right. expense. That's so a lot cheaper. Very French. Yes, oh, very French. Okay, good but point. You know, and I didn't, I didn't think about this. I have in our office. I used a, a mesh material, and it's um, sort of a uh, antique brass look. Mm-hmm. And I bought these sheets at Home Depot. They were thirteen ninety nine a sheet, and 
I had them put in the, so he cut out the wood part, so it's just the frame, and then put the um, mesh sheet in, and it has sort of like a little trefoil design in it. It's so pretty. I hope you're going to share some pictures of that in the show notes. I will. Let's talk about styling them, and I know that both of you have formulas, and I am dying to know what your formulas are for styling shelves, because I am kind of a free-form, shoot-from-the-hip kind of person, and I don't have a formula, so I want to hear yours. So, Yvonne, what's yours? Okay, well, I first of all, I think styling any kind of a shelf, a bookshelf, open shelving, uh, a hutch, anything that has shelves in it, um, in, in, a, in multiples, not just on one straight plane, is the hardest thing that I do when I decorate, or it used to be. So I had to come up with something because I couldn't figure out how to do it well. I would look at all these beautiful, you know, pictures of beautiful open shelves and I had to find what is it that makes them so beautiful, how to break it down and what would be a formula that I could reproduce. And here's what I came up with and I have a post, a couple posts actually about this. I'll put them in the show notes so you can see the exact example. Think of a grid or a tic-tac-toe board. You know, lines going down horizontally and vertically. And I break my open shelves up into a grid. I use the shelves as the vertical line. And depending on the, I mean the horizontal line, sorry. And depending on the length of these shelves, I, I um, divide them into evenly spaced vertical lines. So in my mind, I have a grid. Wow. And Yeah. And idea. then I think, this is what I found that I break every like box in that grid. Let's say we have three open shelves and we have, it's wide enough to make three um, boxes going going lengthwise. So it's like a three and three. So you have nine grids all -hmm. together, like in a box shape. Okay. And you're going to put a little vignette in each box. Wow, but Yvonne, this is so easy for someone to replicate. It is, and it's not. But you don't want to fill every box. You want to give your 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 grid a, a, like a resting spot. Mm-hmm. So you want to leave some empty. Right. But here's what you want to do: you want to put things of a tight color palette. So mm-hmm. in other Great words, idea. you're not going to use all the colors of the rainbow. You're going to, right. and you know, I use a lot of whites and neutrals, maybe with a little pop of green. So I'm going to use the same color palette so it all comes together. And I love, and I say this all the time, like my burlap covered books, I love them. So let's say I'm going to use the elements of burlap covered books. Mm-hmm. Um, I love cake plates and they're fabulous to put in. Me too. When you're doing shelves, like even stacking like a small one and a big one, we're going to use cake plates. Let's say it's fall, so we're going to use little baby white pumpkins, baby boo pumpkins, and we're going to use a few other elements and and dishes. So you're going to, like in your top left grid, you're going to do a a dish standing upright with a small stack of dishes with a a white cup and a saucer and a little pumpkin stuck in that. Mm-hmm. So maybe your next space you're going to leave open and the the other space on the top you're going to do white things. So then the next shelf you're going to only decorate the middle. Mm-hmm. And you're going to use books and you're going to use maybe another little pumpkin because now you have a pumpkin in your top left grid. You don't want a pumpkin in your your middle left grid. You want to move it diagonally. 
Do you see where I'm going? Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. you get the yeah. flow. So your eye goes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the bottom well, shelf, you're going to do that the same thing. Isn't this something that happens naturally when you're looking at glass front cabinets? You've got the grids already there, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. But this is, it was so difficult for me just to do what, you know, like you said, sort of shooting from the hip mm-hmm. that I found this, I mean, I, I probably didn't make this up, but truly I did make this up. I didn't look for, you know, somebody who has a formula, but that's what I came up with. So you're going to repeat the elements. You're going to keep your color palettes tight you're going to use a grid system and you're going to leave some of the grids empty and then you know you can play around um you know I have these like little milk bottles and I put a couple stems of some pretty little flowers in one and then uh repeated that in another one and you don't want to overfill though I think sometimes Mm -hmm. people get carried away and like just put so much stuff into it right so and I found that that's the best way for a beginner to learn how to style and if you're not picturing it I have in our show notes I have a um, post that has the grids on the up on my open shelves and I show you how I do it now I can sort of look at it because I've done it for so long and grid it myself and maybe go a little bit um Rogan off track now because Woo-hoo! I know what I'm looking for, <laughs> but also <laughs> off layer. Layers are so important. We talked about that when we did the mantle. We talked. We're going to talk about it when we're doing the pillow episodes in two episodes from now. But layer, layer, layer. Right. Okay. And that's and that's what I do. I hope that love helps. that. Oh, love that, that is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I think Yvonne, you really hit the nail on the head. I mean, that's probably my biggest tip. And what I've learned from professional stylists mm-hmm. working with you know the magazines that I work with that you really do need some blank spaces. You've got to, whatever is in your shelves, it's Mm -hmm. probably too much. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because they pulled, uh, when Country French Magazine was here, they pulled, uh, some other magazines, you just shoot the way I have it, but they pulled out probably at least half of what I had in cabinets. Mm -hmm. So Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what about you, Kelly? What's your formula? Well, I'm probably somewhere in between the the two of you. So that's kind of funny, right? So we each cover a a little bit different, but there's overlap. Um, I I was doing a bookcase post on my blog probably a year or two ago, and it dawned on me while I was doing it that building vignettes and styling a book case is so similar to a legal case and I I started <laughs> thinking about it or a resident lawyer of right. course and, and it all and it's true but it's kind of you know, if you if you think about you know how you would build anything and you apply that to you know decorating your bookcase my, my account's sort of silly but it but it's true so no I can't wait to hear this okay so I mean you know it, you you may kind of laugh at some of the the um analogies between the two, but I really worked for me as I was doing it. I thought, yeah, you start with a a solid foundation. Like you've got to have a good case, right? Okay. And then Mm -hmm. you're going to build methodically around your central theme. So if if your theme is going to be, you know, a little seasonal or uh, your color palette. um, So you're working that throughout. And then the theme is threaded through the case. Like Yvonne said about that little pumpkin you know you're going to see that coming mm-hmm. through or whether it's a you know a texture or a color you're going to see it fl- flowing through the whole thing in in different ways and in different amounts mm-hmm. and so then you're going to have the um the theme th- flowing through with the color and texture is kind of like your witnesses and your evidence in <laughs> court, right 
<laughs> and so they, are, they, they all come in and they all are supporting your theme and your solid case. And then you're going to add something unexpected. And that's, oh, that's kind of like your smoking one. gun. That's oh, your, that's your mysterious <laughs> witness that busts through the door and comes in and, you know, and just like drops a bomb and their testimony. Kelly, the- I will never look at a bookcase the same way again. <laughs> I'm going to be and- always looking for that smoking gun. Right. Yeah, <laughs> as well as a place to store our, our plates and platters. So. No, no, no. Yeah. And then you have the grounding spot where your eye can rest. So these are the facts that the jury can rely on. So it's like, oh, oh my. Okay. I'm digesting <laughs> wow. that. I got it. Okay. And then you toss in a bit of drama. Um, again, that could be your smoking gun or your surprise witness. In mm-hmm. the particular bookcase I was doing, it was an iridescent feather duster. And I kind of thought of that as, you know, this, this like Jones Collins type flying into the courtroom. And, and there you She's go. She's come up in two podcast do you believe that isn't that funny and she's like my you know she's like my great great grandmother's age who knows um so that's how i do it you know and you know i it was funny when i was thinking about the legal case and that but solid foundation you build methodically around your theme which whether it could be seasonal or colors or palette Mm -hmm. textures Mm -hmm. thread it all throughout Add a little something unexpected, like Anita said, and I think at a, a previous podcast, you know, each room should have something unexpected. Mm-hmm. So should a shelf or a bookcase. And then um, some grounding, some empty spots, like you spoke about, Yvonne. And then um, I think you've got it all, you know, wrapped up. Oh, and so step back the case. Well, and take it, a look. I, I'm pl- applauding. Yay. <laughs> Can you hear me? Let's submit it to the jury. Let, let me just throw something in really quick. The death of a bookcase or an open shelf Ooh. is when it looks cluttered. Yes. yes. Agreed. Yes. Death Agreed. by clutter. Death <laughs> by clutter. There you go. <laughs> and you don't want the 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 um, the jurist to find you guilty by death by clutter. No, that's right. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> How about oh, yeah. you, Anita? It, <laughs> our free spirit. Uh, well, I mean, I just kind of, I put it up there and I don't really, like I said, I don't really have a formula. So I kind of play around, but I leave lots of empty spaces and mix it up so that it's not all uh, in any kind of particular order. You don't want mm-hmm. to be able to uh, to decode the pattern. Mm, so you want it kind okay. of mixed up and, and a little bit random. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, I thought we might be able to talk about the kind of things you would put on a shelf if the shelf is not in the kitchen oh books mm-hmm. burlap covered books <laughs> <laughs> right or yeah pictures the, small pictures small pictures yeah I, you know the mm-hmm. the uh the famous moss balls mm-hmm. and the oh, yes. and you know something i love you know obviously vintage things maybe a vintage canister or uh a a pretty little vase or a little mm-hmm. white pitcher something like that uh, and I think you can, you know, think out of the box. If, and if you really just like the shape of something, like I'm really into flower frogs right now. Oh, me too. I, I love I those. collect those, Kelly. I do too. What? Yes. I, I'm looking at one right now, which made me think of it. And oh, I, that's funny. You know, mm-hmm. they're so pretty and you can stick stuff in them too. You know, I, I have a tiny little one, which I wonder where that is, but I have this tiny little one. And one time I... I d- took a picture for my blog, and and I just wrote on it. I, I, I it was like you know Merry Christmas or something like that, and I stuck the little 
tag right in the flower yes, frog right. and of oh, course yes. it's like made a little, like a little, um, little prongs card holder. Up, uh, holder yeah like a little card holder or you mm-hmm. could stick feathers in it or you know anything so cute well and I like vintage scales or clocks and the other thing mm-hmm. because I collect dishes I put dishes everywhere so I don't care oh, where that shelf is I'd slap some dishes on it so do I absolutely you know what I like to do with the dish too and oftentimes on a shelf they they have that little um like a, you know, little quartered out area where you know something can rest in the back. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you can prop up a dish, or you know, you can sort of cheat and even put those little push pins and just stick it into yes. your wood if you're or okay I with have that. Like a sticky oh. tack. Yeah, or a sticky tack like so the thing doesn't slide. Oh, mm-hmm. great idea! Right, and so you put that behind. You know what's real pretty to put behind too is, um, well, again, tarnished in my case, but if other people like them, shiny but silver platters, mm-hmm. and that gives yes. you the mirror effect. Yes, great yes. idea. Yes, and you know what else I use because remember we're talking about varying heights. Yes. which is so important. You don't want everything to be the same height. You want to, something right. small, something's tall, something's book stacked um, uh, horizontally that you can put something on top of. But I've used rattan round chargers. Oh, I do great. too. And They're they, in my hutch right now. is amazing. When you well, yeah, that. I have about a stack of eight of them and a little mm-hmm. uh, white um, sort of... Um, picture on sitting on top of them so well, I, I just talk about up a point I wanted to make okay and that ahead. is you really need to be careful that everything is sized appropriately so even though you mm-hmm. said something you can put some small things Yvonne uh, I think we have to be really careful not to go too small because if right it's too because small, they well, because they'll look yeah. non-existent right so be careful with that can I bring up something else I use well yeah we're we're getting close on time so okay. how about this Real- being our last little tip i have okay. to hear what she has to say i'm gonna actually yes. give two really quick <laughs> okay one two really is good tips. because my my back of my house is such an open plan that i can look from my mudroom door all the way the farthest thing is my um mantle and i have bookcases wow. on either side but there is so much going on till you get to those bookcases like my kitchen my breakfast room my family room and then at the back of that that i have bookshelves that i don't put anything on but baskets they're all the mm-hmm. same size mm-hmm. and they're oh, arranged mm-hmm. a little you know they're exactly the same and they're arranged a little differently on each shelf to give it interest and they're numbered because by the time you would get there if i put a whole bunch of stuff on it it would have it would they your eyes would just be in super overload right Mm -hmm. so it's almost like a resting spot Mm -hmm. yeah and so i found that that works and i can stash a whole bunch of books in there and it doesn't look cluttered so that's a good thing to think about and here's the other thing biggest question i get asked about open shelves is doesn't everything get dusty? Oh, good question. Well, life gets dusty. It does. <laughs> Clean it up. <laughs> I have a, an ostrich feather duster, too. One downstairs, one upstairs. I love them. And I, they're very, it's perfect. I'm getting, to, I'm getting one of yeah, those. I mean, I have to run around my it's house It's perfect and do that. to dust a bookshelf because it, it has a light touch. Yeah, and uh-huh. it really will. I mean, unless you're really like whipping it around, you don't want to do that. But right. you can really get the dust off. And if like I've got a big um, ironstone bowl sitting there, if my kids want to pick it up to put popcorn in, I just you know remind them, hey guys, make sure you wipe that out, you know, because it mm-hmm. can get dusty. But they don't get that dusty. It takes me, you know, swish swish swish, and it's done. Nice. Swish, 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 and it's done, which is a <laughs> like great segue into the end of our podcast. Oh. Exactly. Oh. Well, obviously, 
you guys listening, we could keep talking about this for a long time. So we might have to revisit this topic after we cover a whole bunch more interesting things about decorating your homes. But today we are going to conclude this episode about decorating your shelves. We hope you learned a lot. We certainly enjoyed talking with you. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Hey there, if you're loving our podcast like we're loving our podcast, we would love you to rate and review us. Head to iTunes to do that. It's easy and it would mean so much to us. 